We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour Patron Spotlight. That is where if you are a patron and you donate at least $5 a month, you get a chance to have your very own podcast episode with me, Ralph Marlboro, where we chat for 15 or 20 minutes about being a Saints fan and how you came to be, your favorite Saints memory, uh, how you found the show and all that. And this month... We are going global. We are talking to a person who is a Saints fan all the way in Australia, who I had the pleasure of meeting at the Saints-Falcons Thanksgiving Day game last year. Nick Knight is up in the middle of the darkness in Australia. Nick, thanks for setting your alarm and waking up and chatting with us. No problems, Ralph. Good morning, good afternoon. Um, happy, happy to be on the show, man. I appreciate it. So, how does a person in Australia? How do you decide? One, I want to watch NFL football, and then I'm going to watch NFL football, and I'm going to like it, and I'm also going to be a Saints fan. Explain that <laughs> process. Um, obviously, traveling to the to the states, I first come across in 2007. So just post-Katrina down in New Orleans. Um, I booked in to go watch a, ga- a Saints game, just going, oh, hey, we'll go we'll go watch a game and, and see what it's all about. Um, but unfortunately, we uh, our stop before New Orleans was in Vegas. So we um, ended up having a, a pretty big night in Vegas, as you do. <laughs> so we missed our flight to New Orleans. So we missed the game, unfortunately. Um, but we went, hey, we're in, we're in New Orleans, let's go out. So we went out in Bourbon Street and everybody was wearing their Saints jumpers or jerseys um, and partying pretty hard. And I went, hey, I like this team. This is a team for me. Um, so I've been a Saints fan since then um, and sort of probably the last five, six years, I've started to um, obviously just be fascinated with the game, um, you know, learning the rules um, and just, yeah, and it's sort of one of those games that just, it just gets you, Ralph, and uh, I've been, been been a mad fan, yeah, so 07, and that's how I become a Saints fan. And, yeah, um, yeah. It's interesting, you know, because I've talked to in, in the last couple of weeks of we've done some patron spotlights and we uh, we've had some international people that have won uh, the drawing or people that have have won the drawing but didn't get in touch with me or said they didn't want to do it but they support the show anyway so we had yep. some inter- international people and the, the people in Ireland or uh, England or the different places that we've talked to the interesting thing about them is sort of Katrina 
sort yeah. of made them gravitate towards the Saints because they saw, you know, right. Katrina was a big, obviously it was a horrible event in New Orleans, and yeah. but it was a big international event, so they saw it, and it sort of made them become interested and empathetic to New Orleans and the culture and that sort of thing, and then they're like, hey, I'm going to just root for the football team because that sort of yeah. connects me to New Orleans, and and that's how the, that's how most of them get connected internationally, which is which is interesting and unique. Um, I have to say, when I was a kid, uh, you know, I'm old, so I'm I'm in my early 40s, and and I remember when ESPN uh, used to show Australian rules football. Yeah, uh, sure. As a kid, at like uh, three in the afternoon. And, um, I was a, um, I was a, uh, kind of a, kind of a nerd for it. And, uh, I had my favorite teams and, and that sort of thing. Do you follow that at all? And are, is it, do the Saints supersede your love of any sports in Australia? Um, I do. I'm a big Aussie Rules fan. Um, I'm, I'm situated in Australia on Perth, so I'm on the West Coast, um, but I actually go for a, a team on the other side of the country. So um, a little bit like you, I suppose, being in Houston and, and supporting, obviously, the Saints, but being obviously a New Orleans person, um, it, 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 it it's getting there. Like, I'm pretty passionate about my Aussie Rules, um, but um, my passion for NFL is is definitely getting there, Ralph. I'll say it's a, it's a second just at the moment to my Aussie Rules, love of Aussie Rules, um, but um, it's definitely getting there. You know, like I said, that, that NFL game, it really does just grab you. Um, it, you know, the plays, um, the strategy behind it, the playing, the roster, um, it, it, it does get me like I'll, I'll get up in the morning and you know it's the first thing I look at is is what's happening on Twitter, what's happening with um, ESPN, with the Saints, um, see what you guys are doing. You know, like it, it really does grab you. Um, and for you know in Australia, a lot of people think the game is is just too hard and it goes for six hours. You know, it's um, but mind you, the NFL game in Australia is is starting to uh, is starting to get a lot of traction. Um, you know, but it's just, again, the time delay, you know, like I'll get up to watch a Saints game. It's either a 1am game, um, a 5.30am game or an 8.30am game. Do you watch at home or do you watch at home or do you go out to a bar and... No, no, I watch it at home, but I've got a, I've got a good group of friends here, Ralph. There's about 10 of us who are all NFL supporters. Um, so we will get together and do like a Sunday night or a Monday night game and eat wings and drink shitty Budweiser. Um... (laughs) But uh, shitty Budweiser, hey, the international, the international beer that's terrible. It's terrible everywhere. At least it's not a shitty IPA like uh, Andrew would absolutely love. But um, <laughs> it. Um, so we we get together. We play fantasy football. Um, I'm the only Saints supporter, so we've got a few Patriots supporters and um, you know people like that. But um, but yeah, so we we really do make it an event where we get together and we'll watch a Sunday night game. Um, Record it obviously and watch it on the Monday night. So, do you do you always watch the game lives or do you record them? And because we had some people in 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 England and different places will say, look, if the Saints play on a Monday night or or yeah. Sunday night, that's like twelve o'clock at night in Europe. Sometimes later, depending yep. on where they are, right? So they'll be like, look, I'll record it. And I'll wake up, and the first thing I do 
is I will watch it and I will not check my phone and I will not check Twitter and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I do that for EPL for, for British yeah. soccer. Like if, if, if yeah. Everton, if they kick off at six or if I want to sleep yeah. late, if they kick off at seven thirty on Sunday, like they did the other day, they played man. U. Yeah. they kicked off at seven thirty. I was like, my wife came home at like two, two, two at night. Cause she was working a wedding. And I was like, I'm not waking up in five hours to watch that. So I just record it, wake up, leave my phone on my bed stand and watch it with no Twitter interaction. And just, so it's re it's in, it's in real time for me. How do you consume? Do you consume the saints like that? Or is it gotta be live? Uh, it's got nine times out of 10 Ralph. It's got to be live, mate. So I'll, I'll get up and watch it live. Um, I, I can't do There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for, or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. With a delay, I need to know what's going on right away. <laughs> unless, unless it's a primetime game. So it's, if it's a Sunday night or a Monday night game, I'll record it. Do, like you said, the blackout, won't look at internet, won't look at anything for the day, and then we'll watch it that night with a group of friends, but that's only so I can drink beer and, and yell, at the, <laughs> yell at the TV as well, mate. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's generally generally live, yeah. You know, I'm always curious for 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 for, for uh, people not from the United States, because football is a really – I mean, we love it, and, and, and we sort of, you know, Americans, I think, sort of take it for granted that it's, hey, it's, you know, it's this and it. Football is a really fucking complicated game. So, you know, how do you, how do you sort of learn it yourself if you don't have parents or a ton of culture around you that it, you sort of grow up with it, right? How do you sort of educate yourself on football uh, to where you from where you started to where you are now uh, the power of Google Ralph um, a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of reading um, and I wouldn't say I'm, I'm educated like I am getting there um, but there's still a few rules when I'm like oh wow well why the hell is that flag been thrown um, but um, you know I, I suppose that that happens but um, I suppose yeah just talking watching a lot of games Ralph um, yeah 
And um, obviously, I've, I've built a, a bit of a friendship with Andrew as well, which is which is awesome. So I speak to him every now and then about about a player or or what's yeah. happening, and he gives me a little bit of insight too, which is which is so cool. Yeah, I think I'm I'm I think the thing is with Andrew that I'm that I'm most proud of about the fo- the podcast is when it, we when I first met Andrew, the reason I probably told this story a bunch of times on these spotlight stones but people only get them every month so they can listen again but i got andrew right and he he was a guy who could explain vit tape and and football x's and o's really well and because yeah. it's, it's it, just because you know it and, and you know x's and o's, doesn't mean you can explain it well on a podcast or on tv right they have pe- players that are famous great players right and they stink at x at, at being a commentator because they just don't know how to translate it into what people can understand and it's enjoyable right and andrew was he's great at that but he's been doing this podcast so long that i've almost transitioned him into he still knows the football but he's almost (laughs) turned he all he cares about is jokes right like it's 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 almost like i've poisoned the well of all the people on the podcast all we care about is making saints jokes now which i'm most proud of and a little disappointed and then I actually love that. I reckon that's part of the show. Um, I think we were talking about it the other day where you're like, people don't want to know about you know, Kevin's love life or, or, or Andrew's kids. Half the or, people do. Like, Half the people like, want to know about the love yeah. life and like what my wife is doing and the yeah, cats absolutely. and the sound effects <laughs> and like what I'm drinking and and what Dave's mom's doing. Yeah, yeah. And like the other half of the people are like, get to the Saints news. But I think like it's a like for us, the thing I think that. Of all the Saints podcasts, and look, they have a bunch of good ones out there. Ian Howard does one that I he's been he's been on the show. I really like him. They have other people that do Saints podcasts. I think the one that sep- the thing that separates us from all the rest of them is we have no boundaries and no filter. Like we just we f- people feel like they know us in a yeah, way. Sure. That yeah. I didn't understand until I started going on Channel 4, the, the yeah. New Orleans TV station in the morning. Yep. And I had, yep. when I would go into New Orleans, people would come up to me and just start talking to me like a family member and start talking about stuff on the show that wasn't necessarily <laughs> football related. And yeah. it made my wife, my wife is like, this is weird. Like they're talking to you like they're a relative. And I I was like, it's to me, it's so cool that people like the show in that way, you know, and we're not as big as, as national sports shows or whatever, but I feel, I love the fact that we've sort of built this community and people know the jokes. They know us. They even will be like, something will happen. It will be like, I can't wait to listen to Andrew complain about, this penalty or because they know yeah. how we are and they know our opinion. So they, they like yeah. excited to listen to how they think we're going to react, which makes yeah. me, which I love. Um, so you, so in Australia, what's the team of your, I guess your little group of people, are, are they, do they all support bigger teams than you or like more well-known name brand teams like the Patriots and the Cowboys or, or is it like an eclectic bunch where they support random teams and you got a guy from – you got another guy from Perth that is uh, supporting the Jaguars? Yeah, it, it is a little bit of a mixture because, um, like I said, like the coverage down here isn't the best. You know, it's on ESPN, but, you know, like a, a 
big teams like the Patriots or the Cowboys or the New York Giants do get a lot of coverage off. Um, but we, we've actually got a bit of a mixture. So we've got a couple of guys who are, are Patriot supporters, as I said, but but they actually lived in the Boston area. Um, we've got uh, a Carolina Panthers supporter, believe it or not. Um, no Falcons, unfortunately, because that would be That's pretty good. fun. Yeah. Well, good or bad, you could brawl with them during the. Probably good at the moment, but um, we've got yeah, we've got a bit of a mixture. We've got a Chicago's fan, uh, we've got a Green Bay Packers fan, so it, it is a bit of a mixture. Um, people have just gone for teams because they they like the names or you know the colours or you know, but um, it is a bit of a mixture. Yeah. Hey man, I did you know before New Orleans had an NBA team. Yep. And before I sort of gravitated towards the Knicks and basketball, when I was a little kid, I gravitated towards teams with colors and uniforms, and I would watch hockey. Like, I like the Rangers. Yep. I like the Islanders because yep. they had this weird guy with an axe for their logo. Like, yep. you know, when you don't – and, and I, I sort of equate it to, like, you know, it's the same thing when I was a kid, right? If, if you're in Australia and you don't really understand um, – yep football and you're like this is cool i want to understand it how you pick your team is completely random because you have no understanding of the history and rivalries and all this you're just like you know what i like the fact that cleveland's uniform is completely brown and i'm going to root for them like it you don't have a thing of oh i like cleveland because they're tortured and this and the dog no no, you're just like or you're just like oh i like the rams because their their uniform is pretty or you know or, or or whatever and i think that to me that's really interesting of how a foreigner will just be like oh i'm picking that team you know yeah 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 absolutely yeah and that's just yeah how how it goes like you said across all sports really doesn't it so um, but yeah. like I said, I was obviously lucky enough to to, go, to visit New Orleans and go, yeah, that's yeah. my team. Um, and I so, mean, yeah. the thing about New, the thing about um, I think New Orleans, the culture of it is, is it's it's unique to to other cities in that um, New Orleans only has the one team, you know, in a bigger city. They have multiple teams, and yeah, they, you know, the, the, the Chicago might love the Bears because they're the only football team, but they've got the Cubs and the White Sox and the Bulls and the Blackhawks. New Orleans is just all Saints all the time, and yeah. it just creates this vibe for these games where, like, you know, every, like the Saints are going to open on Monday night, right, against the Texans, yeah. and I'm going to that game. I'm flying in. I'm flying in. I'm going to arrive Monday at like 1 o'clock, and me and my mom will probably head down there. And the whole downtown and the whole city is just going to be black and gold crazy. They're going to have Saints Day at schools. The whole whole city is just going to be covered in in, in Saints jerseys. Um, And I don't think you get that necessarily in other bigger markets, which makes the Saints um, unique. And also the Saints – the Fleur de Lis, it's a cool logo, but it's kind of weird. Like if you think about it, like other teams yep. have animals and planes and this and that. The Saints yep. have this French Fleur de Lis. It, it's just, yep. it, it is. It's unique. You could say it's unique, or you could say it's weird. We say it's unique. A person that isn't bonded in New Orleans or doesn't like the, the Saints would probably be like, "Why do you have like a flower on your helmet?" Yeah, sure. <laughs> but you're definitely right there, Ralph. One thing I noticed um, in New Orleans is the passion that people have for the Saints and football. Yeah. It is, it just sucks you in, and it's just so good. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about uh, how did you find how did you find our show, and 
what sort of what sort of gravitates you? Because I know I I see you on Twitter. You interact with me, and you said you interacted with Andrew. And I see you know I see you tweeting a lot. How do you how did you find us? Um, it was purely just punched um, into Google. Um, best. Well, Saints. we are number one. If you t- if you type in Saints podcast, we are number one. Yeah. Saints podcast, and I I come across a few. So I've been listening to views about oh three years now. Um, yeah. It was just when my hunger for the game started to get more, and wanted to to listen every day um, about Saints football, and um, so yeah, typed into Google. You guys, you guys came up and. You were the ones, yeah, I just started listening to and just, um, I think, I just, like I said, I was attracted to, um, you just seem like everyday guys um, that love football and love Well, we are, beer. except for Andrew. He's, he lives in <laughs> super fancy pants, Charlottesville, and Charlottesville, plays tennis yeah. in the country club, beating 50 middle-aged women and humiliating them. <laughs> but the rest of us are normal down there. Normal, normal people. Um, and like you said, I think you just... Um, I feel like I know you guys and I'm on the other side of the world, you know, like yeah. it's um, the chemistry you guys have. I think that's probably my number one thing I like, you know, like like you said, Andrew's the stats guy, the play-by-play guy, um, level-headed some most of the time anyway. Um, you know, Dave's, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a funny guy and he's cool because I met Dave as well. Um, and I like, you know, you guys get into him about Tulane and, Whatnot, and then you know Kevin's there when he feels like turning up, and we can use this full on all the time. Um, and then yourselves, the anchor, you know, you bring it all together. So, I think the chemistry between you all is is the best part of the show. I think it's the best, and it's the it's it's a more challenging show to do when it's all four of us because, as <laughs> you know, that's the one thing I never really appreciated until I started doing this show is like how hard it is to host a show like a radio show or a TV show or whatever and like people are going to laugh at this but you know you, people make fun of Ryan Seacrest cuz you know he hosted America he hosted American Idol yeah. and makes like 40 million dollars a year and once I started doing this show and had to deal with four other people, I'm like, man, Ryan Seacrest is fucking good at his job. He deserves the forty million. <laughs> but the thing is, it's it's hard to it's tricky to balance and challenging to balance and get everybody's opinion in. But when all four of us are together, that's when it's the best because the thing is, Kevin gives us an edge, or I don't even know, describe what it is, but Kevin can get reactions out of all of us yeah, that yep. I can't do. Like, I'm a better host than, I'm a much better, would be much better hosting than any of the three of them, but like, Kevin can get the reactions out of it. Dave can bring the edge and the, just the raw emotion of it, because he's, he's there, and he's, I think, I feel like Dave, with his really good tickets to the game, it makes him, yeah not invested more, but invested in a different way that he gets very angry <laughs> more so. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Andrew. He brings the excellence and O's, although more comedy lately. And But Kevin can just sort of – he's just like a, a fork, and he can poke each one of us in a way that yeah. I can't do with Dave and Andrew, and they can't do with me that only Kevin can do. So I love it when all four of us are together uh, doing the show. I just think, I just think it, it has – it has an energy that the yeah. other episodes are still great, but it's just a different type of thing. It's almost like listening to a great record and then seeing that band live. Yeah. And Kevin's there. It's just it's just a different a different oomph to it. But uh, so Nick, before I get you out of here, are you gonna attend any games this year? Yeah, I'm. I'm tr- we're trying to get across um, Katie and my. Um, 
my wife, my wife. Um, she's actually she's actually not my wife. My wife. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted I just wanted to say that to get that sound bit. Um, we're going to try and get across definitely, whether it be um, the end of so this upcoming season towards the end of the year again. Um, because she obviously, um, she's well and truly on board now too. She um, she loves the Saints and loves New Orleans. She fell in love with the place as well. Um, so we'll hopefully get across towards the end of the year, Ralph. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going. I'm. I'm. My plan is I'm going to the the Texans game to start, yep. and yep. I want to go to the Falcons game. Although I'm going to have to fly in super early day of game, and I yep. may also go to the San Francisco game later in the year as well. The one game that I really wanted to go to, but it just didn't work out. I want to go see Arizona because I really like Kyler Murray, the little tiny quarterback that they're probably going to draft number one. Do you, do you reckon they'll take him? I think take. they're going to take. I mean, we're, we're, yeah. people, full disclosure, we're recording this. It's draft day. Um, you may be hearing this three, four months from now, but me and me and Nick are we're recording this on on Thursday. The NFL draft is today. I think they're going to take him. I think they hired like they hired Cliff Kingsbury, his the guy who loves him and, and coaches him yeah. a little bit. In like I think they're going to take him, and I'm just fascinated to see him because he's really tiny, like Drew Brees, but yeah. super athletic. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to see him in person in the dome, so I'm a little disappointed of that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, do you, you know, the Saints are probably going to do something. The Saints are probably going to do something crazy today or or Friday, Nick. So maybe if we did a live stream, like what, what, what's the time difference in, in uh, Australia? Um, I'm 13 hours ahead of you. Okay. So so it's, yeah, it's 2.48 Friday morning here. Okay. So if we did a show, if if we did a live stream, Tonight at like nine, that would be like like the middle of the day. You or you or we did something like nine or ten at night tomorrow when the Saints yeah. picked at sixty-two. Maybe you could listen live. You can join the chat room. But uh, yeah. guy, I appreciate you joining us on the patron spotlight. I. I completely appreciate you getting up in the middle of the night to do this ridiculousness with me and everybody else if you want to be on the patron spotlight just donate five dollars a month uh and you can get we'll pick we pick a winner you get to chat with me for 10 15 20 minutes about being a saints fan the show and all that fun stuff it's great it's a great way for you to support the show and and meet me and the guys um so Nick, uh, stay safe, and if you do get your plans and you do get here in December, hit me up on the Twitters, and maybe if I'm at the same game as you, we will get together before the game like we did on Thanksgiving. Will do, Ralph. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. All right, everybody. Until next time, the bar is closed. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.